Welcome to the Edge Talk with James and Mo. I'm James. And I'm Mo. And the topic that we're going to be sharing today is when God fills the gaps. That's a good one. I'm pretty excited about this topic. I know we, you and I have talked about this a lot. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I think uh, when you're going down a path like this, it opens up a lot of doors. And I think it, uh, it opens up a lot of minds to think about things in a different perspective. You know, growing up, you and I often talk about the fact that we had gap fillers in our lives. People who kind of stood in the gap for us in areas that maybe we were lacking in otherwise. Yeah, and it's it's not, I guess, to say a knock on what we didn't have. It's actually recognizing and realizing what, what God had put in our life that would help us. Yeah, we all, you know, if you think about it, we all have been dealt a hand in life. And, you know, my hand, some of my hand looked like yours, but a lot of it didn't, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and for some people who had, you know, some people had two-parent households, some, like myself, grew up with a single-family home, and there were certainly some areas that I felt like I was lacking. Yeah, and and, and I think uh, when we look at it, I, I don't want it to be, uh, I kind of say looked at as uh, it's easy if you identify or things could be different if I wasn't in this position growing up or uh, it's not easy and it's not uh, difficult either way you look at it. It's just how you frame it to yourself. Absolutely. I think when I was younger, one of the things that I, you know, I desired a lot of things, you know, being a person who really treasured education because I realized that was going to be my key to getting out. Uh, I really desired to have those family relationships with people who had already pursued higher education and I didn't necessarily have that but I wanted it yeah and I think I, I wanted to be excellent at sports and I wanted a vehicle and an avenue to be shown how to get there you know yeah and so you know I think at, when you're younger and even as you grow oftentimes I remember thinking to myself oh god if I would have just had a person like this, or if I would have just had a relationship that would have nurtured me in that area, how much more I could have been. And the reason why we want to talk about this tonight is when you focus too much on those areas of lack, it hinders you from reaching your full potential. Yes. If you're just really dwelling on, oh, I didn't have this, I didn't have that, and that's the reason why I couldn't achieve in this area or that area. Well, you said something earlier about the, the cards you were dealt. Uh, we all were dealt different cards, but you still got to play the hand. Absolutely. And I can't, here's the thing, I can't be jealous of you for the hand you were dealt because maybe there's some cards in your deck that I wish I had in mine. No, no, you can be jealous. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I think uh, people can look at the end result and never look at the journey. So true. Because even though your hand looks more attractive to me, there's some things that you had to deal with with your hand, right? Man. That maybe I'm not having to deal with with my hand. That I mean, absolutely true because most people only see the end product of what you become and not what you went through to get there. Absolutely. This is very true. But but you know, actually to 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 get back to it, what we're really I, I want to say stepping on mm -hmm. is the fact that uh God would place people 
in your life uh, to take away uh, absenteeism in areas. Mm-hmm. Is, is that a, a, a good way to For give sure. it to you? Yeah. Uh, and, and we sometimes will desire so much from a person that's only capable of so much. Correct. Like they, they, they only have this much to give and we want to make them have the capacity to do more and be what we want them to be. And they're showing you, this is all I have. Mm-hmm. This is all I am. But God will place somebody over here in your life that is doing all those things and you will ignore it because of who you want it to come from. Right. Yeah. That's so true. And you know, we as parents today, you know, I understand you and I both really understood the power of mentorship when we were younger. It's what really propelled us into our destinies. We both actually share some of the same people who helped to pull us up, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, that's true. Um, and I dare think about what our lives would be if we didn't have those really important pillars in our lives. Um, but, you know, it's that old saying that says it takes a village. And it really does. Because even as parents of, you know, our children, we don't have 100% of everything that they need to succeed in their life. That is so true. And that took me some time because I'm so passionate about being a parent. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to be able to be 100% of what they needed. But then I realized that I needed to get different mentorship and things like that from others because different people have different strengths. It's it's like when you want to grow uh, as an adult or a teenager, it's certain things that have to enter your life for your imagination to open up. Mm-hmm. And even as an adult, you still should have imagination. But within that imagination lies something that people truly, I think, overlook sometimes. In order for your dreams to come true and things to happen, God does things through people. Absolutely. And we invest in things and stuff. And the biggest thing you can invest in is relationships. Oh, yeah. Because you can walk by the room. You can look at the room. But a relationship will get you in the room. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you do a great, great job with that. In fact, you've taught me that through the years. You're good on it. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you know, I've been so... In my field of study in the law, all I ever wanted to do was just be the best lawyer I could be. And you and I talk about that because even going through college, my, you know, I just wanted to get all A's or Mm -hmm. graduate summa cum laude or magna cum laude. I mean, that was my goal. It certainly was not go out and meet people and form relationships. That was probably the very last thing. In fact, to be honest with you, it wasn't even something I had <laughs> contemplated, you know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I realize now that I there was a missed opportunity for me. And you really took advantage of that. And you're able to enjoy even the fruit of those relationships today after so many years. Well, I, I think people make relationships so transactional that there becomes uh, unhealthy uh balance to it Mm -hmm. and everything cannot always be transactional and it can always not be in your favor in the relationship yeah and how do you and and a lot of times uh, i I see when people say things like michael jordan should do more uh this person that's a millionaire should do more when sometimes you only see what the media shows you of what they're doing Mm -hmm. and it
if you don't know that person and you didn't work to get where they are, you have no claim to say what they should and should not do Mm -hmm. with what they've earned. Yeah. Because you have a choice in the matter. We had the same 24 hours in a day. It's just what we choose to do with them that separates us. They always say all men are created equal. And that may be true, but some are just special. Mm -hmm. And that's not just talking about an athlete or anything like that. What makes your mentorship any different from somebody who's a megastar when there's a kid that may never touch that star, Mm -hmm. but you can be with that kid or that young lady and whoever needs to get to the next level. Yeah. And and I I can give you a prime example. I was at uh, a grocery store today getting a sandwich. Mm -hmm. So I went over and I know I shouldn't have been getting these pastries, but (laughs) I asked the lady with these cinnamon rolls real good, you know, in the store that I was in, uh, and she said, these are really good. And I had on uh, the gear from my school where I coach. Mm-hmm. And she said, oh, my grandmother uh, was a professor there. Mm-hmm. And she said, I'm in graphic arts, and I was thinking about going back to school. And I said, well, uh, is your grandmother still currently? She said, no, but my my aunt, mm-hmm. uh, uh, my mother, uh, uh, somebody close to her works there, right? I said, well, you know, if you have family at the school, you get 60% off Mm -hmm. of your tuition. She said, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go back to school. Now, what did it hurt me to share that information with her? Mm -hmm. Nothing. Now, that same young lady may go back to school. Now, I said, you don't have to do it all at one time. Mm -hmm. You don't have to take 18 hours. Uh, You can take six here, six here, six here. That'll be 18 a year. Mm -hmm. And eventually, you will graduate. She said, I never thought of it like that. Mm But what did it cost me to give that information? Yeah, you were a gap filler in that situation for her. And we spend so much time, and when I say we, I just think the human race, Mm -hmm. of running a race, that we never enjoy the race. Yeah. And focusing on what we don't have, as opposed to appreciating what we do have. And, you know... as parent, I go back to the as parents because I do think a lot of times parents get a bad rap. <laughs> mm-hmm. If I were as a parent, and this is as we get older, we realize that our parents are actually people. But mm. when you're younger, <laughs> mm. you expect your mother and your father to be everything you need them to be. When quite honestly, sometimes they're just not simply equipped. They may be. They may wish they could. You know, they may desire that they could help you in those cases, but they just don't have, they're not gifted. They're not anointed in that area. They may not have that particular expertise, but if you don't see your parents as people, you will begin to resent them because they couldn't fill those gaps. But when you begin to identify the people that God did bring in your life to fill those gaps, then you can take that pressure off your parents, because they're not fulfilling those areas for you, but then you also, equally as important, can begin to appreciate who God has called you into your life to fill those gaps. But you know why it's easy for you to say that now? I'm older. No, you became a parent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, oh, in, yeah. In, until our children become adults and become parents. Mm-hmm. See, you can tell somebody how it is to parent somebody, but I will not read a book uh that somebody's talking about parenting that does not have kids. Oh yeah, I'm I'm Most not doing definitely. it. Yeah. I'm not gonna do it. Yeah, 
because you have to feel this and understand it because I have fell short so many times of being a great parent, mm-hmm. a good parent. Sometimes I've been a poor parent, but sometimes we don't know it. Yeah. In the times that we do, it's things that are, are in our way that we have to fight through and over to be the parent we would like to be. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. And kids have a way of being, and we're going to get a big amen on this, mm-hmm. so unappreciative. Mm-hmm. But that's our fault, too, yeah. because we will sit with our kids. And and I used to, when you hear parents say this in the country, you don't know what all I've been through for mm-hmm. you. Yeah. <laughs> but if you told them. Yeah. They don't know because we hadn't told them. We ain't tell them. Yeah. But if you tell them. Yeah. And, and then they can understand and you tell a story, but we want to hide so much of our lives and our pain and not share our pain. Just like in a relationship, what I always say, if you don't share your pain with somebody, you won't share your whole heart with them. Mm-hmm. That's true. And this is a, a, a dear topic because people can have some of the best people walk into their lives and push them out who are, who are giving them exactly what they need. Mm-hmm. But because it is not coming from who you want it to come from, yes. it isn't acceptable to you. Yeah. Or even identified. Yeah. And so that is so, so important. And the reason why we, you know, this is such a great topic. We talk about this. We've talked about this for years. We do a lot of coaching, success coaching, sitting down with people, going through, helping them analyze what are your goals in life? What is it that you want to accomplish? What's holding you back? And oftentimes, I'd probably say seven out of 10 times it is, I'm looking back over my childhood and I didn't have this, 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 and that. And if I would have just had this, 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 and that, I could have done this. I could have done that. And then we begin to challenge them and say, okay, did you have anybody in your life that could have been that replacement for you? And so that's number one. And number two, even though you didn't get it, now how do you move on from there? How do you move on from there? The things that I didn't have and the things that I lost shaped me. Mm-hmm. I didn't allow it to break me. Yeah. I, I wanted to, uh, and, 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 and it's another thing that if you as an adult, as a child, a teenager, have goals. People leave out something when they talk about accomplishing goals. Mm -hmm. And the biggest thing they leave out is anything that is in your way of getting to that goal has to move out the way, even if it's you. Yeah. Yeah. And we don't know how to move us out of our way. Mm -hmm. And I had to learn how to move me out of my own way. Mm Mm-hmm. And you, you're really big on writing things down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am. Like, like if you write it down, but if you write it down, I, I told someone today, write it down and look at it and it'll mean, it, be, it will become reality mm-hmm. to you at some point. Mm-hmm. But we, and when I say we, I, I want to say, cause I've been in that boat before when, when we allow people to share their, uh, shortcomings, of what they could not accomplish and think that we can't. Uh, when people look at something that's amazing, and, and I'm not going to downplay what amazing is, but it's just that someone has done something that no one else has done before. Mm-hmm. That's all. Yeah. It's, it's really that simple. Mm-hmm. And we all have that call on our lives. And sometimes we'll answer the phone. A lot of times we don't answer the phone out of fear. 
not feeling prepared. And again, like I said, not really identifying and understanding the gifts that God has brought into your life in the form of people. Now, I will tell you, because you know that I'm fairly introverted. Like I me. call myself, uh, I wouldn't necessarily say that, okay. but <laughs> I think that I'm a purposeful extrovert because most people who know me, they are shocked when I disclose that naturally I'm an introvert. But very early <laughs> on, <laughs> I've always been a goals-oriented person. And so even though I've been, you know, very shy and, you know, very um, introverted, if it was a goal that I was working to attain and I know that I needed to be to display extroverted ways to get that goal accomplished, guess what I was going to do? I was going to establish those extroverted ways. But the one thing that I learned very early on was to identify the areas of my life where I felt like there were gaps. And then I went looking for someone to help me. And the great thing about it is I used to pray even as a child, but God would like literally walk those people into my life. Mm-hmm. And whether it was at my church, whether it was as part of a community service organization, and you and I both went to the same high school together, we mm-hmm. had a lot of gap fillers. Oh, yeah. Ms. Booker was awesome. Yeah. Hey, Ms. Booker. Hey, Ms. Booker. <laughs> yeah. Um, we had awesome, awesome guidance counselors and things like that. That's yeah. been quite a long time. What? Go ahead, I'm sorry. Yeah, I was going to say, and so these people served as gap fillers, and we appreciated, and we understood, and we recognized, and we were not going to allow the fact that we weren't getting these areas filled elsewhere, uh, we weren't going to allow that to stop us from receiving the benefit of these relationships from these people. Mm-hmm. And that's important. It also, and when you do that, it also takes, like I said, the pressure off of maybe if you hoping you would have gotten these things from parents or other people in your family, then you you realize, look, maybe they're not equipped to give me that. Yeah. So I'm going to take the pressure off of them. I'm going to love them. We're going to have the relationship that we can have with what they can give me. And then I'm going to appreciate and accept this gap filler that God has brought into my life. Yeah. And I think it's very hard for certain people because the love they desire and they want from others trump so much what they can have mm-hmm. in actuality. Yeah. And when you talked about it uh, a few minutes ago, success is so obtainable, but we push it away, not mm-hmm. knowing that we are pushing it mm-hmm. away mm-hmm. because we, whatever you do in a process of certain things, people are involved, mm-hmm. whether it's a consumer product, whether it's uh, in communication even if you're not a person that see people physically, you have to have people involved in a process in some shape, form, or fashion. Even if you're a person that's sitting in a room that only does computer analysts and all this and you still make money on the internet, somebody has to buy what you're investing in in order for you to make money. Absolutely. So true. So people will always be involved in the process no mm-hmm. matter how many computers, no matter how many algorithms, all that. People. Yeah. Are always going to be a part of it. Yeah. I remember um, being younger. My undergrad degree was in accounting, and that's what I thought I was going to go to. I was going to work in accounting. Primarily, I like numbers, but also I was sort of like what you just said. Just put me in a room with a computer and numbers, and I don't have to talk to, me, <laughs> to people. Mm-hmm. And I quickly realized, even in that profession, 
you're going to have to talk to people, especially if you want to go out and get business and stuff like you've got to entertain clients and things of that nature. And so, again, you know, why is this important? It's important because if you don't identify and realize that there are people that God has brought into your life to fill those areas where you have need, you will dwell on the fact that you don't have that particular person that you were hoping for to fill that gap when he's already made provision for you, but you just don't recognize it. That is, I mean, you can't say it any better than that because, you know, I remember uh, being in banking and I found out that people don't uh, promote the best person. Mm -hmm. They promote who they like. Oh yeah. Cause it's so much bigger than the work. Mm -hmm. And you know, what's funny. And this is for somebody what I'm about to say. The best lesson I learned is, I remember I was working at a very high level and, and it was a position that came open and I, I really wanted this position. So uh, I, I met with upper management and a gentleman closed the door and put me in the room. He asked me a question. He said, if I promote you, mm-hmm. who's going to take your place? And what production will I lose by losing mm, you yeah. and putting you somewhere else? Yeah. So you have to understand, you have to learn how to duplicate you mm-hmm. in order to do something else here mm-hmm. because of what I'm losing if I lose you here. Yeah. Now, I can give you more money and keep you in this position, mm-hmm. but until I get another you, I'm losing more by promoting you mm-hmm. than leaving you here. Yeah, yeah. I said, wow. So from that point, I started duplication, mm-hmm. but I had to have someone to step in that gap. That man made such a big difference. It would have probably hurt somebody else. Said, "Well, I don't care. I deserve more." Yeah, but he taught me something. I was going to say he taught you a big lesson about relationship. You said that earlier. It's called relationship. That means it should be beneficial to, to both. both. Come on. Yeah, it should be beneficial to both. Yeah, yeah, and that's important. And no matter what you do, you will have people that must fill gaps for you mm-hmm. because it, it's just like with a kid. I, <laughs> when you say that the stove is hot, mm-hmm. the stove is hot and they still go over there and touch it, but they don't touch it after that. Yeah. That's the same way it is when you miss out on a great relationship that could have sparked something in you. Don't you hear people all the time? I don't know how that person got that job. Ooh. Why are they, everything just seems to work out for them. Mm-hmm. A closed mouth never gets fed. That's true. Because you can be the smartest person in the room, but nobody know it. Yeah, I've learned that so much. Oh, yeah. You, you had to do different because yeah. you're too smart. <laughs> yeah. You're too smart. Yeah. I'm, foc- I'm definitely much more focused on relationships today than I was in the earlier part of my career. And you're doing a great job. Thank you. Great job. Thank you, honey. <laughs> so, again, so... And this is kind of a twofold thing because I also want to put a plug in for the um, the topic of mentorship. So not only from the first piece that we talked about, which is looking through your life and asking yourself, do you feel like are there some areas that you just wish you would have had some gap fillers? And are you allowing those areas of lack to dictate what you're not doing today? Because a lot of people do. Yeah, I agree. Well, I, I can't do this because... I didn't have that. I didn't have this. I didn't have the other thing. Not realizing you can have it, maybe not just from the person that you were hoping it from. Uh, 
That is 100% true mm-hmm. because we desire things to come in a certain way. And, and I, I can give you a great example. We have a preconceived notion of how God should do what he's going to do mm-hmm. for us. <laughs> And we have no way of knowing which way it's going to come. But when it does not come the way we want it to come, then we think it's not going to happen. And that's how we lose faith, confidence, and all we have to do is stand still and hold on. And God still makes it happen. But again... We want a transactional relationship yeah. with God. I pay tithes. I should get something. Yeah. I was good today, Lord. I should get something. <laughs> yeah. No, it does yeah. not work like that. Yeah. And we want it to work like that. And that's not pleasing. Yeah. So, you know, we teach success principles a lot. There's a lot of legwork that goes into success Ooh. work. So goal setting, identifying the goal, identifying a plan, tweaking it as you go. I call it checking and adjusting your plan. And then also um, just continuing on the course. We talk about the importance of environment. We talk, I mean, we talk about the importance of a lot of things when we're talking about um, goals but and success. But one of the things that are so key to success is you got to identify those areas where you perceive lack. Because if you don't, subliminally, you will engage in self-sabotage. Mm. so that's so important so number one you have to identify are there some areas where you just feel like you don't have what you need and then I challenge you to go and look at an inventory of your life and see if really there were those people and those opportunities that came to you but you didn't identify them and even if you're still at that point you still have time if you're still breathing you still have time to connect with people will be gap fillers for you. I don't care if you're 18 listening to this or 80. Yeah. The one thing I've learned early on, like I said, I would reach out and I extend myself to people and ask, would you help me or tell me about what you do? And the one thing I love and one thing that I knew about people is they love to talk about what they do. They love Mm -hmm. to talk about who they are and they love to help. I think if you ask people, they will help you. Three words that people exit from their vocabulary. I need help yeah people don't want to say that and I I was listening to what you were saying and you know if if you put and I'm gonna tell you about need base if you put a good seed Mm -hmm. in fertile ground it will grow yeah but a seed without that fertile ground Mm -hmm. will not grow and you cannot put a bad seed in fertile ground and expect something great to happen Mm -hmm. for that seed yeah so things it's still a relationship even when you look at that mm-hmm. from seed to dirt. Yeah. But so how true. can we rationalize that? And it's like, I always tell you about a transferable skill. Yeah. You have to step outside the box to understand what's transferable in you about your life mm-hmm. from relationships to people, to the way you choose to live, the way you want to live and the way you accept living. Mm-hmm. And, it's easy to say I want until work is involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there is work in relationships. There is work when people fill the gap. For instance, you can have somebody that will fill a gap for you. You can't expect them to call you all the time yes. to help you fill your gap. I'm glad you said that because that's so important. 
Yeah. Yeah. So important. You, if you got somebody. Yeah. And they, why you didn't call me? You, I got what you need. Yeah. Now yeah. I'm going to call you sometimes, yeah. but I shouldn't have to call you yes. every week to talk to you yes. about your growth. Yes. Yeah. And I'm the one already grown. Yes. Yeah. It's true. And that's, you got to respect that it is such a powerful relationship. And I believe in having mentors in certain in various areas of life. So mentor for relationship, mentor for career development, mentor for financial fitness, uh, mentor for physical fitness. Those are just four. And someone who mentors you in the area of faith. You have to have that. Yeah. All those things tie together. Yeah, they do. They really do. And, you know, I, I wonder sometimes if, People take self-account and look at themselves and write a list. And the expectations that you have of yourself, of the people around you, what kind of friend you are, what kind of parent you are, what kind of faith-based person you are, and those things, and manage your expectations for your life compared to who you are and who you choose to be. Mm-hmm. You know, I wrote a letter to myself a long time ago of the man I wanted to be, and I chipped away at it. We cannot have a microwave society attitude when it comes to building ourselves and who we choose to be and who we want to be. Mm-hmm. Because a choice can make us be a different person. Our desires, and if we strive to get to those things, will make us who we want to be. Yeah. That's very true. I'm just, I'm just telling you what God loves, true. Yeah. It, so I think, you know, what we're really saying is it's kind of twofold. Number one, Receive what God is providing to you in the form of people, but then pay it forward. Yes. Don't just accept and not give back. So be a recipient, but also be a giver. And and if I had one last thing to say about this topic is look at your life and the people that are in your life. And realize what they are bringing to your life, mm-hmm. what you may not have in other areas that you desire and not take those people for granted. Yeah. Uh, because everybody wants to feel needed and wanted at some point in a relationship. And the three words I need help would be three of the most important words that will save your life. Mm-hmm. And it can save a marriage. Yes. It can save a friendship. Mm-hmm. It can save your children. Yes. Uh, because when you get to a point, your children get older, you know, your, your children can help you because people don't look at it. When I look at my children, I look at a, like an apple tree. They, mm-hmm. they are an extension of me, good yeah. or bad. Yeah. Yeah. They are an extension of me. Mm-hmm. And that's a part of me. And that is a, a piece of my growth, a piece of my wisdom, mm-hmm. a piece of my love. And sometimes you should listen and hear what your children have yes. to say. Because they can give you a true reflection of yourself, whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the best things you will ever hear is things that you don't want to listen to. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so true. So very true. Well, you guys, we are just um, so excited that you have joined us tonight. This is a topic that is near and dear, like I said, to both of us. Um, and we feel, both of us, that we have been able to achieve so much because we identified those areas of need, but also um, identified the areas where God was bringing those people into our lives who filled those gaps for us. And we appreciate those people. In fact, 
even for folks that helped us in high school, we still call them <laughs> on their mm-hmm. birthday. We still call and let them know we appreciate you. Like we don't know where our life would have been if it weren't for you. Even today after what has been 30 years, um, because we really honor those relationships and honor those people for the time that they put into true. our lives. True. So true. And it has sparked in us a desire to do the same thing. So we have our own mentees that do the same thing for us or to us, I should say. And so again, you know, we are all about personal growth in the areas of faith, family, fitness, finances, and don't forget fun. But the, there are times when the topics that we talk about are things that we've got to tackle. They may not be the true, feel good true, kinds of things, true. but you're not going to hit the optimal place in your life for success. Come on, use them words. Yes, them <laughs> the words. optimal yes. place of success. If you're still walking around sad or angry about what you didn't have growing up or what you didn't get in this relationship or that relationship, when God has already provided it a way of escape mm. for you That's a word. in these other you know, different relationships with different people, but you're so fixated on that benefit coming from a particular person. Yeah. So we want to challenge you tonight again, to begin to think about where you feel like there maybe had been some lack or maybe still have some lack and identify where there are some people in your life that can fill the gaps for you. All right. Well, I appreciate it. I know, James, that you do, too. Yes. We thank you all for joining us, and uh, we look forward to getting back with you guys soon. Thank you.